Hey friends, hope you're all staying safe and sane and as healthy and comfortable as possible. I had a crazy dream last night. I dreamt that I was staying in a rented house during a summer vacation, and I had this big bathroom with a flat-screen TV in it. And in my dream, I had to to go, meaning I, I had to sit down, if you know what I mean. So I go in the big bathroom, and there's no toilet. But there is like, like a potty, like, you know, like, like something a, a toddler would use. And so I sit down on it and I begin to do what I came there to do. And all of a sudden, Mila Kunis, you know, the actress uh, from uh, Black Swan, right? Or you might know her from that 70s show. She walks into the bathroom and, and of course, I'm, I'm immediately embarrassed and I'm doing my best to kind of cover myself up. And, uh, and I say something like, I'm sorry, I, I thought this bathroom was just for my use. And Mila says, no, no, this bathroom is shared by everybody. Isn't it huge? And I was like, yeah, it is. I couldn't even, but I couldn't even find a toilet here. I, I had to use this potty. And Mila Kunis says, oh yeah, we all do. And she proceeds to find a potty and pulls down her shorts, and she sits down on it. And at this point, I'm like, oh dear, this is very embarrassing. Then she turns on the flat-screen TV. And now Mila Kunis and I are sitting on potties, watching a French movie that looks like it's from the 60s or 70s, and it's some kind of comedy about an old man and a boy and a dog. And that's all I really remember of the dream I had. And, uh... I can't say, uh, I can't say all my dreams are that weird, okay? <laughs> it's rare these days that I'll even remember a dream, but that one I did remember. And I'd figure I'd share it, why not? For better or worse, right? Uh, did, did I mention you're listening to the People Are the Enemy podcast? You are. If you've listened before, hello. Good to see you, old friend. Uh, if you're a brand new listener to this podcast, welcome. My name is Andy Mascola. I'm the host of this thing we call People Are the Enemy. I'll tell you a little bit about the show. Uh, I record and release a new episode of this fine program once a week. I've been doing it for three years now. Sometimes I'll talk with an interesting, creative person. Sometimes there'll be a funny bit. Sometimes I'll read you a story. And sometimes I'll just uh, talk about random stuff, which is pretty much what I've done for the last month's worth of episodes. And it's worked out pretty pretty good. The show had over 900 episode downloads last month, which I, I believe is a record for People Are the Enemy. And I'm very proud of that. And thank you if you were one of the people who helped make that happen. There are no ads on this podcast, and there's no Patreon set up for it. The only thing I've ever asked of my listeners is that if you love the show and you'd like to contribute to it and myself monetarily... Uh, please consider buying one or two of my novels. To date, I've written and published eight books that are all available worldwide via Amazon in both paperback and ebook formats. If you don't use Amazon, you can find most of my books in paperback format at barnesandnoble.com. If you've already purchased any or all of my books, thank you so, so much. I sincerely appreciate your patronage. And with all that out of the way, here's the quirky theme song. Yeah, I'm a virus, 
Hello, People Are the Enemy listeners! This is episode 155 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out. Thanks for hanging out with me. Thanks for spending time. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Holy moly. It's good to see you. I'm glad you're okay. I hope you're okay. I'm okay. Am I okay? I'm pretty sure. I'm just checking myself out right now. My God, what a week, huh? If you lived in America... You, know, you live in America, or you live anywhere, I imagine, and you're watching what's happening here in America, or you saw what happened over the last week. My goodness. My goodness. And I don't know if things are going to get any easier in the next week and a half. Holy moly, that was some news, huh? Whew. Well, l- listen, I'm going to put that aside. I don't really want to get into any of that. You know, this is a respite from all that all that uh, business, you know, and there, there's plenty of that uh, being talked about and being discussed and and uh, being uh, 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 filtered into your 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 timelines and your and your your news uh, applications every moment it seems like my goodness yeah so uh, so this is about uh, this is about uh, this is about you and me and and hanging out and enjoying the things that we uh, we like to talk about together and I was um you know you heard me talking about the that weird dream I had at the uh, the monologue in the opening monologue and uh, yeah it's it's it's. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd heard something when I, uh, I, when I was a younger guy that, like, as you get older, for men, right, there's a chemical that the brain produces in men that, that, uh, that, uh, as they get older, men, as they, they age, men stop producing this chemical that, that allows them to remember their dreams. So, so it's, it's more and more infrequent as you, as a man ages, that he'll remember his dreams. And, and women, supposedly, uh, according to this article I read, again, this was some, some time ago, uh, women's brains never never uh, discontinue or, or slow down in the production of this, this chemical. And I don't know what the chemical is called. I, You know, I could be, this could be just a quackery. You know, this could be just a baloney. If you can prove this, go for it. You know, if you if you feel like looking into this, but I I, I can't tell you exactly what this this is. I only remember I'd read this, and uh, I think about it a lot. If only because I used to love remembering my dreams. I used to keep a dream journal. That was uh, that was a lot of fun. And uh, and as I get older, it's less and less frequent that I'll wake up and remember my dreams. Sometimes I'll you know be going through the day, and something will will remind me of a dream I had, uh, but it won't be later on until later on in the day. One thing I'd found is that since I started using a, uh, a, a a grind bit, do you know what that is? It's like when you go to the dentist, and I went to the dentist just this past week, um, but I've had this grind bit now for about a year. Basically, they, they fit a piece of plastic to your teeth that you wear at night. Basically, it kind of slides in either on your, your upper teeth or your, or your, your lower jaw. It covers your teeth, and basically, so you don't grind your teeth down to little nubs, you know. Um, and uh, I used to wear one of these, and I'd, I'd had such a severe grinding problem that uh, that I grinded right through the bit in a matter of months. But that that hasn't, knock on wood, that hasn't happened yet with this new bit that I had. But with the old one, as soon as I'd, I'd started wearing it, and uh, I started remembering my dreams, and I thought it was strange. I was like, "Why is this?" And I, I, I kind of, I kind of theorized for myself that perhaps the fact that, you know, I had this piece of plastic in my mouth and just grinding away at it at night and moving it around, kind of, kind of alerted my subconscious, you know, while I was while I was uh, sleeping, so so that I was more aware, and uh, and that's why I woke up and and remembered my dreams. I started this thing called a grind bit dream journal, named after you know, the fact that I was wearing this grind bit, and I thought that might have something to do with it. So I've been wearing this this new grind bit since after having grinded this old one down, and 
I'd had a long period of time without one at all until the my dentist said, you, you really should start wearing it again because, you know, we could tell that there's some wear and tear on your teeth. And I care about my teeth. And uh, obviously I don't... Uh, I don't uh, want to lose them, so I so I started wearing this grind bit. I got a, a I got a, 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 they cast a new mold, so to speak, in my mouth, and I started wearing it again. So I'm wondering if that's that's why I was able to remember this this dream. But uh, always a good experience at the dentist. You know, I should say I don't say always. I should say usually. You know, I'd had this thing happen for a while, and it was it was kind of strange. You know, where I. I'd go in for a cleaning, just a regular cleaning, you know, uh, and I'd, I'd sit in the chair, and um, and uh, the 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 uh, dental hygienist was always very nice and and uh, always complimentary. I've had a whole lot of problems with my teeth. I've been very fortunate. I've had a good, healthy set of teeth, and I've I've taken good care of them in terms of um, flossing and brushing regularly and using a rinse, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But um, this is kind of embarrassing to admit, but I suppose this is the place to admit embarrassing things, right? I uh, I used to leave the dentist. This happened several times, you know, within like a matter of years. And I'd just be overcome with emotion, you know? There was even like, and, and, and I'd just start, I'd start emoting on, on my drive home, like literally like crying. And it wasn't like a sadness. It was just, just like overwhelming emotion. And I, I kind of... I, again, I, I just theorize things. I'm not a doctor. I never went to someone to find out why this why this happened. I I spoke with dental hygienists, you know, at parties and whatnot, and asked them if they'd ever had this sort of happen before. And they all say they all would say things like, "Oh, sure, you know, you know, people cry all the time, especially when we're using the drill and the blah blah." And I was like, "No, that's not what I'm talking about. I I don't have the problem when I'm in the chair, and I'm not in any kind of pain. I literally just like." I, I, I walk out of the dentist and I I, I, I pay for the appointment and, and schedule my next visit, etc., etc. Yeah, have take care of yourself and have a great day, etc., etc. And I'm in no pain. I get in my car and I start driving and then I just start crying. Like, what is that? Right? Crazy. Yeah, so that happened. And, and I, the only thing I could kind of connect it to was the fact that I'm giving up control. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm a guy that, that, you know, does things... Um, fairly consistently, and uh, I, uh, I, I'm a creature of habit for sure. You know, like I said, I, 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 for new listeners, I put out this podcast once a week. I record it every week, but like you know, like clockwork, and I, I post it onto the internet so that uh, that folks can listen to it and download it. And uh, and I think like just like sitting in like a dentist chair and just basically like forcing my body to do something that I wouldn't, it's, you know, it's not natural to like, just sit there and put your head back and let let a strange person put their hands in your, in your mouth. You know what I mean? Like, that's a weird thing, man, when you think about it. And you're kind of just like, you've got to kind of like, um, you got to like, kind of like, uh, kind of like turn into two different people. You know what I mean? You've got to kind of separate, like almost like, you know, like what, like when a ghost, you see like an, in a, in a TV show or a movie where like you see a ghost leave somebody's body, you know? And the ghost is doing something else while the person is is lying there, or you know the ghost floats up to, to heaven or goes down to hell or something like that. You know what I mean? So so when I'm sitting in the dentist chair and I've got like a a hygienist's hands in my mouth, maybe it's just like this, this weird thing where you just kind of have to kind of, I kind of have to like kind of create create like a separate entity of myself in order that I can get through the experience, and maybe just the fact that I've I've given up so so much control that. After the entire experience is done, that's when, that's when these emotions all just come rushing back. I don't, I don't know. This is it, and, and it doesn't happen all the time. And it hasn't, hasn't happened for about a year, 
over a year now, like this, this most recent time, like I said, this past week, I was, I was at the dentist just for a, for a cleaning. And, um, I always think about it and maybe because I'm conscious of it now that I don't, uh, it doesn't happen, but, uh, yeah, it didn't happen and everything, everything was okay. But yeah, a weird experience and dreams are weird, right? And, and uh, who knows, who knows, uh, what they're all about, you know, you know, I, I, uh, Let's talk about some other stuff here. I, I've got a list of other things to go through. I wanted to... You know what? I tried to watch Wonder Woman 1984. I know that's that seems to be the topic that that's on everybody's mind these days. You know, uh, uh, folks are all asking if they, they've seen it and folks are discussing it. And uh, I turned it on one night over the weekend. And I, I you know, I, I was... I was I was, you know, interested initially. And, and God, I love Gal Gadot. You know, she's a beautiful woman and... Uh, She's a she's a good actress. She's decent, you know. And I love the first Wonder Woman movie, and uh, and uh, I won't give anything away. I won't spoil anything. And there's not a whole lot I can spoil because, you know, I I got bored and I just started looking at my phone. And then I got up and walked out of the room, and I I never returned to it, man. And I can't say I saw more than like you know, maybe maybe a half hour of it. Maybe that was as much as I, I stayed interested in it. And I'm just like. This, it just didn't interest me. It just bored me, man. I, I'll tell you, like, you know, I I, I don't know if that's because um, I'm getting older and I, I've seen so much that I'm just not, you know, the, these kinds of things, you know, don't interest me as much anymore. Or or, or maybe it's just it wasn't necessarily a compelling film. I, I, I don't know. I'll, t I'll tell you one thing I am looking forward to seeing is, is Kajillionaire. I'm going to pick it up tomorrow night on on DVD at the, uh, at our library. I know it sounds weird to watch something on DVD, right? But, but I still do that, you know, with, with newer films, especially if they, you know, they, you know, I'd rather, if the library has it, I, I'd rather, instead of ordering it on on demand or something like that, I'd rather, I'd rather just go to the library and kind of gives me something to do and somewhere to go, you know, and take it out. And I'm a huge Miranda July fan. I don't know if you, you're familiar with Miranda July. She's a, fantastic writer i've read um i think she well i think she may she might have uh, th four books out now but i i've read at least two of them i read her, her collection of, of, of short stories called uh no one belongs here more than you oh my god what a book if, if you if you love short short fiction um miranda july's book no one belongs here more than you will just it, it will the writing is so good and it it just blew me away. Just that the prose is just so, so powerful and beautiful, and at times funny, and at times sad. Um, just what a what a like I was a fan. Just at at that, I said this is it. I, I'm all in. And I think I I purchased the book initially for for a friend of mine because I said this sounds like something a friend of mine would like, and I bought it for this friend, and. Um, and I'd, uh, I think I'd mailed it to her and she got it and she tried to read it. And I think she sent me, she either, I think she called me and said, Andy, why did you think I would like this? And I said, you know, I just, uh, I'd heard that it was an interesting novel or interesting, uh, interesting collection of short fiction rather. And, uh, she said, uh, she said, this is not, not interesting to me at all. I do not like this at all. I'm going to put it in your mailbox. You can you can take it back. And I said, oh, okay, all right then, you know. And um, and so I, I I found it in my mailbox, and I thought, well, since I have it, I might as well read it. And uh, I ended up loving it. And then I I read her her book that came out a, a few years after that, 
and that was called uh, The First Bad Man. And, oh, that was great, too. You know, that was, her, I think, her first legitimate, quote-unquote, novel, you know, where it's like a, a full-length book, um, a full-length story, just, just excellent, excellent book. And then I, I saw one of her films called The Future, and it was very strange, uh, but again, I enjoyed it. And uh, Kajillionaire is this one that came out, and I believe it's um, Evan Rachel Wood, I think is the actress's name, who stars in it. And uh, it's the, I wish that I knew this fellow's name, and I feel bad not knowing it, um, because he's so talented, but uh, the, and I can only tell you, it's the dad from Step Brothers, if you remember, if you know that guy. I think it's Richard something. Oh, jeez, that doesn't do you any good, right? But if you've seen the movie Step Brothers with, uh, with Will Ferrell and John C. Riley, and you, you know that dad um, character, um, but he's in it, and he plays, he plays uh, Evan Rachel Wood's father. And then, uh, and then there's a mother too, and I, I can't name that actress either. I'm sorry. I, I probably shouldn't even be talking about this movie that I haven't seen, but, uh, but I am a Miranda July fan, and I am looking forward to seeing this film. And if anything, you know, you know, the the Wonder Woman the, the 1984 was a bit of a disappointment that, that I didn't that I you know couldn't even pay attention to it. But I am looking forward to seeing Cajillionaire. Hmm. Oh, I had an incident with the dog this week. Maybe I'll tell you a little bit about that. This happened. Um, it was kind of, it's kind of funny. I, uh, I was walking the dog and, and I walked the dog through the same neighborhood every time I, I do like this loop, you know, uh, it's about, it takes me about an hour, you know, it, it, since, uh, since my treadmill broke down and I think it broke down right before our gym opened back up, I think in the, in the spring, um, like a week before our, our, the treadmill that I was using in the basement while the, the gym was completely closed uh, that, that my wife and I go to, um, I, I'd created this loop that I would walk. And since, since we got a dog in the late fall, I started walking the dog on this, this, uh, this, this hour long walk. And, and I, I, I do this consistently and, and, uh, and I was walking the dog and I come around to, to, to the loop, the part where I turn around and in this little neighborhood and uh, the dog uh, runs up on somebody's lawn, as it's wont to do, and uh, she urinates, right? Just as a car is coming by, you know? And uh, and I look at the car, and it's a nice car, and there's a woman there who looks to be in her maybe 60s, uh, possibly, uh, possibly mid to late 60s, I'd say, you know? And she's, she, she's you know, got this uh, head of well-coiffed hair and stuff, just a, a beautiful, uh, you know, looks like she was beautiful at one time, a beautiful older woman, I should say. And I wave, you know, hello, hello. And and she pulls into the um oh excuse me. She pulls into the driveway. Let me just use a snap here. Pardon me. And she pulls into the driveway and I continue to walk the dog just beyond her lawn. And she she pulls into the driveway of the house that my dog peed on the lawn of, you know? And she gets out of the car and she says you want you want me to do a Massachusetts accent? Because I live in I live I live in southern New Hampshire, so that's a lot of people with, with heavy Massachusetts accents. I'll try it. Pardon me. Pardon me. You know, something like that, right? Uh, I, I turn around. I'm like, yes. You know, she said, uh, uh, did your dog leave something in my yard? You know, I was like, I said, no, no, my dog didn't leave anything in your yard. And she walks over, you know, she gets out of her car and she walks over to check and see if, if my dog... You know, you know, took a dump in her yard, and and she's she's walking, and and I'm I'm standing there with the dog, and she's looking, and I I reach in my pocket and I pull out these bags because I whenever I walk the dog, I I carry a couple 
uh, plastic uh, bags, like um, supermarket bags. And, and I hold them up and I say, I say, you know, I, I said, and I'm holding them to show her. And I said, I always pick up my dog's droppings whenever my dog drops something. And I'm not being mean. You know, I just, I'm being very polite. I said, I, I always pick up my dog's droppings. Um, and she said, oh, okay, because a lot of people don't. And I just said, oh, okay, that's too bad. And I said, well, I said, you know, I walk my dog through this neighborhood all the time. And uh, just so you know, if you ever see me and my dog, just please trust that I always clean up after her. And uh, she said, oh, okay, I will. You know, she's giving me a nice wave, and I wave back, and I'm walking away. And, uh, and yeah, I, and I always have cleaned up after our dog. There was a time when, when I remember I was out walking her, and I realized I'd forgot. I'd forgot the plastic bags, and I was mortified. I thought, like, oh, my God, what if, what if, she, what if she, she drops a deuce in somebody's driveway? You know, <laughs> and the person sees, oh, I, this is going to be so embarrassing. So what I did was, and this we were out on this walk, and I saw a fella, and I and he was like working in 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 his driveway on something. Maybe he was raking leaves in the yard. I forget, but I I flagged him down. I said, "Pardon me." I said, I, "I'm taking my dog for a walk. I'm a good distance from my house, and I real just realized I don't have any any plastic bags to clean up her mess if she if she uh, drops something." Yeah, I was trying to be as as polite as possible, and I said, "Would you happen to have a plastic bag that I?" I might use, and the guy said, "Sure, yeah." He went inside the house and got me a a, a plastic bag from like a um, like a grocery store bag, and I was I was so thankful, you know. I said, "Thank you so much, thank you so much," because you know, you know, and I can understand it. Like I wouldn't want to be walking around in my yard and step in something, you know. That 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 that'll that'll kind of put a damper on your day, you know. Getting a, a dog poops on your shoe, it's it's gross, right? Oof. Yeah, so anyway, um, uh, just so you know, I, I always clean up after the dog. Uh, what else was I going to talk about? Oh, you know, I, my wife made these birthday cupcakes the other day. Holy moly, they were so good. You know you know what she does? She she's she loves to bake. She's excellent at it. I mean, my wife loves anything food-related. Like, she watches um, she watches the Cooking Network. She looks on, she watches, uh, she's on TikTok. She's watching these people make all these different wonderful things on TikTok. So she's getting a... a getting um suggestions for, for for products and recipes and and whatnot and uh and whenever an employee she works with and she works with about 15 15 or so people in a kitchen whenever somebody has a birthday my wife finds out like what they love and then like makes it for them and brings it in you know she's not like you know she's not a supervisor there she's not a manager she's just just passionate and thoughtful and uh, and enjoys doing this sort of thing. So she was up. I don't even think she had to be at work till like, you know, I don't think she had to be at work till like 10 o'clock in the morning or maybe even a little bit later, maybe like 10.45. But, you know, I woke up around like, you know, it must have been like 5.30, 6 o'clock uh, one day this weekend and and she wasn't in bed and I was like, what's going on? I, so I get up and the house smells wonderful and I go downstairs and the woman is baking cupcakes and she's baked cupcakes for every single person that's working that day and she's, and I look at these cupcakes and they're beautiful. She's, she made homemade frosting, you know, this vanilla frosting on these beautiful chocolate cupcakes and they all have like um, chocolate um, sprinkles on them and, uh, and one just was covered with sprinkles and I said, why is that one has way more sprinkles than the other? And she's like, well, that's for the birthday boy, you know? <laughs> This is the way my wife is. She's just a super thoughtful person, man. You know, just completely selfless and uh, and uh, just always thinking of others and, and always doing, always doing something nice uh, for for the people in her life. You know, uh, 
you know, regardless, you know, whether it's um, it's family or even somebody that she's, you know, even somebody that, that you know, she doesn't always get along with 100% of the time, you know, she'll do something. And that that's not to, to point out anybody in specific. That has nothing to do with the person that was uh, being celebrated this weekend. But, um, yeah, that's just kind of the thoughtful person she is. She's just a, a wonderful, wonderful human being. And that's why I need to start using a cutting board. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I have this awful habit. I, I make a sandwich every morning for myself, and I put it in the fridge, and I cut up a tomato. And my wife has caught me several times, you, you know, cutting up this tomato without a cutting board. And uh, she said, "You have to use a cutting board. You have to use a cutting board." My goodness! All right. So I, I, I I've been using a cutting board. That's something. But I, I have to get better at it. You know, uh, just just remembering to do it. It's just I mean, it's, it's just such a bad habit because I just think, ah, I'll just cut this real quick. You know, no, you got to use a cutting board. Well, that's, that's about it. That's about it, folks, for this episode. Uh, I, I hope, uh, I hope this week goes goes better for all of us. You know, and especially, um, you know. Um, Especially if if you're in America, you know, holding your breath here in the last days of uh, this current administration, this volatile, this volatile time uh, to be an American, in this uh, realizing how fragile our our, our just our, our democracy is, it's just uh, it's just unfathomable that that we we get to this point in history. You know, I, I I'm sorry, I, I promised I wouldn't talk about this, but obviously, you know, uh, it's on my mind. It's, um, I'm sure it's on all of our, our minds right now. Um, but, uh, let's just keep our fingers crossed and, and hope that, uh, that everything goes smoothly with the transition and, uh, and we all, um, we all stay safe and come out of this. Everybody comes out, um, unharmed, you know, and, um, and that's, that's really all I can tell you. Jeez, what, I, I forgot what episode number this is. I think I think this is I think this has been episode one hundred and fifty-five of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Our theme song is Walrus Love by Nokia Ocean. You can find that song and more at pizzapuppies.bandcamp.com. My name is Andy Mascola. You can purchase my novels via Amazon and other online book retailers in both paperback and ebook formats for as little as a dollar ninety-nine. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. We love you. Peace. <laughs>